It's a tough time to be a black woman. It's, it's an even worse time to be a white guy. Um, <laughs> no, I mean that. <laughs> Truly, seriously, to all the white men in the house, I just want to say in solidarity, howdy brothers, okay? <laughs> howdy. I see every single one of you. I do. It's tough. I, white guys, I feel like you get characterized so much in the media as being, you know, very angry, very irate and, and violent. But I feel like the white dudes that I know, it's like a lot of anxiety, you know? They're all like trying to be just like ally number one. You know, I love you, I help you, I hear you, I, da, 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 you know? And it's like, I don't know, they're all in this competition to be like the wokest boy, you know? Um, which is also the title of the Timothy Chalamet movie I'm writing. <laughs> It's just him and Lucas Hedges fighting to the death. <laughs> it's seven hours long and A24 already paid me $16 billion. Um, which is cool, so I'm rich now. <laughs> yeah, growing up, you know, in Boston, it, it, it's a very white place, very secretly racist. Um, by which I mean very white, sorry for being redundant. <laughs> And, you know, I say that a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, that must have been so hard growing up without any peers you can really relate to. It must have been very isolating. And I'm like, yeah, thanks for um, bringing that back up. But, you know, I actually have so many beautiful, powerful memories from growing up there uh, that just touch my heart a lot. And one that I would love to share with you uh, is the day that I fucking left and literally never came back. back. No more praying, no more crying, 
that you call them They'll believe you Because they'll need you At freedom time Yeah We've been given That was Linda Tillery with Freedom Time. We also uh, started out the show with a, a really hilarious bit from Ayo Edebiri. She's a hilarious comedian, also a fellow Nigerian, um, and man, I'm, I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, also, just shout out to comedy, because <laughs> levity has been a big thing throughout this quarantine. It's been really helpful in just, just finding ways to laugh and um, just kind of calm ourselves and just see the humor in all of it, which is tough sometimes, but if you can, it's beautiful. Anywho, I don't want to say too much. Um, I kind of just want to get to the music because I'm really excited to play these records for you guys. Um, but we do have a chat with uh, Nick and Navy. I chatted with them before the year ended um, in 2020 and just recap their year. Uh, checked in on them, seen what they were up to and um, just how they've been spending their time lately and, you know, talked about some new music and etc. So please stick around for that. It's a great chat. Um, love talking to them. And also, later, later in the show, um, a certain album turned 21 and we're going to celebrate that. It just so happens to be my favorite album of all times. So if you know me, you probably know what this is. Um, but paid a little homage to it by um, playing some outtakes, rarities, and, um, you know, just some records you may not have heard from that era of this particular artist. Anywho, um, let's get into the music and kick it off right now with uh, our new and new to you set. Check it out. Life can't be drag, but you can't drag it backwards. You're done crying
Shout out to the homie, Doc, also known as Dad. This record channels like Leon Ware writing for Maxwell in the late 90s type vibes. Um, Urban Hang Sweet type vibes. Yeah, free radio.
This is Star by Machine Drum. Oh boy, this song is very good. <laughs> um, before that, we had 1910 by Childish Gambino, one of my favorite jams off of the 31520 album that came out in 2020. Please go listen to that album if you have not done it yet. That album is fantastic. We're going to get into our interview with Nick and Navy and... Then we're going to play some of their records. Um, we got a lot more show coming, so stick around. Yeah, free radio. What's up? How's your day going? Today has been really yeah, chill. It has been. We haven't really did anything but made breakfast and just kind of relaxed. Yeah. I listened to some of our music. Yeah, some of our own stuff. Yeah, yeah, we just kind of went back. We, I mean, we haven't done that in a while, but yeah. we just kind of went back to see, like, wow. We've come, we've come, we've come a long way. Yeah. You know what? This that's a that's a good thing to talk about. How much do you enjoy listening to your own music? Like a uh, lot. I love like, it. To be, you, be honest, like some songs I can't take. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Some songs, like I remember when we recorded this and how long it took. But a lot of the songs they make me feel good and they reassure like us and what we're doing and just be like, damn, like you know, this is so good or. We really killed this. It kind of reminds you, like, why are you doing it? Like, yeah. And it, it just gets us, like, really excited as to why we, you it know, does. I keep moving forward because it's like, we really got it. You know, that's how the music makes me feel when I hear it all over again. I mean, that's that's how I feel when I hear it. <laughs> um, so how is... Um, how's this year been for you? I know it's probably changed. No. It has been a roller coaster in so many different ways, personally. Um, but yeah. music has been the most motivating year for us, yeah. surprisingly. Yeah. Um, so, me and Navy, we we've been able to spend the most time during this time. So we've been able to create more. Yeah. We've been able to like push ideas more, and really just like we have the time to do it. You know. Before we just kind of was going, 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 and felt like we had to just, you know, what's next? What's the next thing? Okay, we got to focus on this. What's the next thing? And now right. it's just kind of like, okay, let's kind of be present and be in the moment. And Cause it was different because we both had day jobs. Yeah, you know, we in our own career, independent artists. Yes. So we have to make sure we pay for our studio time, pay for our band, pay our for visuals, the everything. Clothes. Yeah, just every, you know, everything that comes along the with indie it. Indie lifestyle, yeah. Yes. And so now that we have the time to be in each other's faces all day, it's really nice to just be able to create and like Nick said, bounce ideas off each other and really sit in and live in the music. So yeah. it's exciting. Do you think it's kind of like yielded, like maybe even, would you say better results because you're uh, so much more in tune with each other maybe or? Yeah, 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 I, would yeah. Say, I would say, yeah, even though like, it's good to get out because you're inspired by different things that you see when you're out and about. Yeah. And it kind of going, just smelling fresh air every day, just being For outside, sure. seeing something that can trigger something and, and, you know, make you feel creative when you're out and about. Those things I really do miss. But being in the house together and just like- We really sense. use our imagination, which yeah. felt good because we hadn't done it like that and yeah, since we were kids mm -hmm. so now it's just like oh my god like what if we did this and we laugh about it and then we try it and it's and it like works. wow yeah. like yeah you're more willing to explore spirit yeah, yeah. Of just thinking it and doing it yeah, yeah. and not too hard about it yeah or like what people think how they're gonna take it yeah just do it yeah 
on the flip side, you know, we've we've lost we've lost a lot. We've lost family members. We've lost uh, jobs. We've lost a lot. It, it's been a dark time in many ways, but our music has been one of those things that help us shine light on yeah. the, you know, the, those hard times and keep us going and keep us going. To be honest, yeah. And it's- <laughs> Yeah, some good things progressed personally as well. Yeah, I don't want to just say it's just been yeah a, a dark cloud, uh, but we've been able to spend time with family. We've been mm-hmm. able to um, just be present, which yeah. again we took for granted before. So it's really nice. We cook every day now, which is good. It's annoying at the same time. It is. <laughs> I'm tired of cooking and washing dishes. That. that uh, so, I mean, it's had its ups and downs. A lot of self-care, a lot of things well, that we've, we've been like grateful we that we've been, we've been in good health. Like, yeah. you know, like COVID has not affected uh, our household per se, as far as Nick and I. Yeah. And we're really grateful for that, you know. Um, you know, yeah. so. I mean, we got asthma. We just, yeah, we we got just, yeah, it's just, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, no, that asthma is no joke, yeah. Okay. You know, I'll catch up on you. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> you got asthma free. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did when I was a kid. I don't know. I don't know what the update it's is. Complex. I, grew, I kind of grew out of mine. I kind of grew out of mine, but you know, mine is still. Yeah, makes still still. Like, knock on doors sometimes. Yeah, like I'm still here. Don't forget. It's like, hey, <laughs> I know you haven't yeah. heard from me in a while. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Yeah, was funny. <laughs> hey, uh, let's catch up. <laughs> it's been a while. So it's been like a, um, it's been like a lonelier. Oh God. <laughs> oh, no. no, I know it's. <laughs> First off, I'm so happy that this is getting such a such a laugh. All right, I've been I've been so goofy lately. She really like, has, but. It, uh, that was really good. Do you feel like you've been um, musically, um, like you've been a lot more productive this year? We definitely, uh, we put out, put out a lot of music, music this year. year and a lot of, so <clears throat> at the top of the year, we put out Wicked Wine and we had no idea that there was going to be the pandemic. We, put, we released COVID. it in January. We did. Um, and then from there, we were just like, okay, in March, that's when it completely shut down. But we had all these plans, all these songs that we wanted to release and all these visuals that we wanted, that we wanted to do. Want to do and certain things lined up with a few people that um, that didn't follow through because of the pandemic. So um, we were just like, okay, we still have to make moves. We still have to make these things happen. So, so we pushed each other. Like Nick said, we did Wicked Wine at the top of the year. Bomb. Then we did Bomb. And then we did a collaboration with Soko and Black Pages. Shout out to them. We did Whistling Wine. And then after that, uh, we just released our single, Rude Boy Season. So we released four se- uh, singles this year. Mm-hmm. And the year's not even done. We, we almost out the door, but it's, it's not done yet. And we already released four songs with visuals included. And um, still doing things in the meantime. Like we uh, made a couple of cameos and a couple of artist videos. And like Burner Boy and Usher, shout out to them. Um, <laughs> you know, so... God has allowed us to still be productive in a time that has been a little shaky for everybody. So, and a big part of that push was just believing in it and knowing that okay, this is gonna work because we get a lot of our like response from being 
performing live and being out and like really like kind of showing our faces as much as possible. And that could have discouraged us in many ways to say, maybe we should wait till next year because maybe things will be open and maybe we can do this. But we were just like, no, we need to do this. We need to put it out. This is what we set ourselves to do. And we'll do our best to push it the best way that we can uh, using our resources. Yeah, because at the same time, like we just like what we're doing, everybody's at home, everybody's tuned in and everybody's listening. So this was like the perfect time, actually, especially for independent artists to really kind of put your music in people's faces because we're, we're all present. So it was, it's, I feel like it was a good time for uh, not just Nick and I, but indie artists in general. Absolutely. Because you can't uh, do performances and you can't interact with people like you used to, um, did your source of inspiration change at all? Or do you feel like it's like you're pulling from the same thing? It has changed because it yeah. forced us to be creative in different ways. Yeah. And still keep quality. Like, it, that's, that, I think that was really challenging and really hard because, of course, like I said, we're all in a house and we're all present and watching, but we take pride in, like, making sure that the quality is there. So just, like, even though we're all in the house, I didn't want everything to look like it was in the house. You know, especially when you don't have a machine behind you and, like, a, a production team that can create these cool sets and stuff like that. So, you know... Um, I guess Nick and I really had to push ourselves and just, you know, we have to do it like this to do it like that to where it can still come off as if people are still viewing us as if they're at a show or, you know, feeling that energy as if they're, you know, at a show, so. I think too, it's also been the positive response that we've been getting from uh, our listeners and our viewers that has been, you know, keeping us going. Cause usually it's like that energy from the audience when you're out and about or just meeting people while you're out mm-hmm. and them kind of giving you that same love. But we've gotten dance videos, we've done challenges, we've done, you know, and just to see people really engage in our music as we're still going it just inspired us in a different way than it would have been. Cause it's now it's like, not just someone we rock with in LA or someone we rock with in New York or whatever. It's like people we don't, we didn't even know was listening to our music in India or Kenya, you know? And then they're just like, they're, you know, making dance videos to our songs and or whatnot. So, I mean, I feel like it has sparked a new inspiration uh, for us. A lot of times people are like, oh, you need to jump on this wave, but this is what's happening here, this is what's happening there. And that's really challenging for us because we, fought, we don't want to force our music yeah, on we people. We fought TikTok for a while. We did. And we were like, <laughs> we just want people to like, just like love us and find us. I don't want to be like, I don't want to shove our music down people's throats, you know? Yeah. And sometimes to do that. Sometimes, but that's never been natural for us. Yeah. So when we found out uh, the hot record that we did with Full Crate was like, going viral in Kenya, we were just like, oh my God, like, this is a beautiful thing. And it was, just it wasn't even us like, yeah. having to like force feed it. it. It just happened naturally. Yeah, organically. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's so rewarding in that way because, you know, people found, like they find the music, they love it and they make it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You feel a bit more like it's yours when like, it takes a bit of work to get it. But then when yeah. you get that, it's just like, oh yeah, I really, I really got it. Like I, yeah. So we have and an organic thing yeah, like that. To anybody no. who who does, for sure. Does play, yeah. But, There's no right or wrong wrong way to do it. Yeah. Like, like when I met was when we fought it because 
you know, to just be in front of a camera and doing dance moves, like it's fun and all, but it was really hard. For it's work. It, it is work. It's, it's work. a lot of work. And then the small little editing and stuff like that. I'm like, these kids are good. Like, so I, you know, take my hat off to the artists and the, yeah. the people, the creators that are on these yeah. apps that are really taking the time to make it what it is because it is, it's hard work. When you're an artist, you, it's like, all you do is stuff you want to do. It's like, when when there's a part of it that's just a bit too just like, you know, it's just like tedious. It's just like, meh. I feel like as you grow, the what you kind of zero in on the parts of it that you really like want to do. It's like, yeah. like this is my this is what I contribute to it. Yeah, so I'll just do that. This is my yeah. contribution. Yes. Yeah, because when you're especially when you're starting out, it's like you're learning every single part of the operation, and you're seeing like, okay, so she's naturally kind of good at this stuff. I'm naturally mm-hmm. kind of good at this stuff. Right. And just that's just the direction you move in. There yeah, it is. Blessings. Do what I'm good at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were talking about that song with um Full Crate, that hot record, which I love. So much. <laughs> um how did you guys meet Full Crate and um like how did that record come about? So funny story. We met Crate we, on his video shoot. Yeah, he was in LA and he was shooting uh, a video for his Vogue record with Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And a friend of ours was the lead uh, leading lady in the video. And she was like, hey, I need some homegirls in my video. I really want you guys to come and be a part of it. And we was like, okay, cool. We <clears throat> had never heard of Full Crate before then. And then um, we linked up and we had such a good time on set. And Full Crate was like, yo, like you guys are dope. like. Do you guys, what are, you know, you guys just model or whatever? He was like, no, we're actually artists. And he was like, I would love to get in the studio with you guys. And usually when you hear that in Hollywood, it's like, yeah, you know, let's link up. And, you know, it, it never, never happens. happens. Yeah. And he was actually he like, actually followed through. he was like, hey, I'm at the studio. Can you guys pull up? And we was like, definitely. So we came and we played music for each other and was like, we got to do something, you know. And um, we were both like kind of fanning out on each other's music. And was like, okay, this is, we got to figure it out. So he sent us a few tracks and we kind of like played a few. And the next day we had a record ready to go. And he was like, oh my gosh, I, I just placed this record on another artist. And we had fell in love with that song. And we was like, dang. So he sent another record and Navy got a hold of it. And she just went I off. was like, I have an idea. I was like, I'm just going to lay it down. Yeah. See what happened. And, and she I, went to the studio. I, I didn't even go. I went by myself. I just have an idea. And I laid it down and the song was like fully impossible. I like, you know, and I played it for Nick and she was like, I love it. And then we played for Crate and he was like, I don't understand it because like it was, we had to, you know. Dumb it down a little bit. Yeah. And so, you know, we both went in and changed up the lyrics and kept everything as the same as far as like the melody and most of the words. And just kind of made it a little bit more uh, authentic to us. Yeah. yeah. And so go back and forth with Cray uh, with the record. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he was in Amsterdam and we were here. So, um, yeah, he was just like, I love it. And mind you, before it became hot, he had an instrumental version called Big Booty Problems. And so the instrumental like, did really well. Yeah, it was, was already, like, it was already, he already had like a million streams on it. Yeah. He was like, I really want a song to this record. And he had sent it to different people, nothing, but Navy's, right? Like her version was like the one. So we went, like she said, we went in, we made it what it is. And it has just, it's been a blessing. A, yeah, it's been a really great song for us. Yeah. Matt Decent got involved and they were able to do the distribution for the record and they were so excited about it. 
Um, because, you know, a lot of their music is like party and party dance, dance uh, and it has a lot of dance hall inspiration. Yeah. So they were like, this is the perfect record. And so we were all excited about it. Um, and we, went Cray, to, we flew to Kittersau. It was like, let's shoot the video. We went to Kittersau to shoot the video. And it's just been up since then. Me had a boy, I'm sugar so sweet. Call me the eye, cause she can't compete. Every time he come around, yeah, them but I'm still awake. Body so clean, so them like sweet, sweet. But they know me too real. No silicone, so them but I'm can't feel her. See me a fashion killer. The original gangsta, real heartbreaker. All of the boys, they wanna come to my yard. Touch up on my body, cause they know I'm hot. All of the boys, they wanna come to my yard. Kiss up on my body, cause they know I'm hot. Because when we released uh, Hot, we did kind of like a DJ Khaled style where it was full crates record featuring, um, featuring Nick and Navy. Um, and so we were just like, okay, he's like, I owe y'all a record. Like, we got to do a, a record for you guys. And so we, we held him to it. Yeah, we and were wrapping we, up our project. He was like, let me send y'all some stuff. Let me send y'all something. And he sent it and he wrote it that same day. Yeah. Went in and we have really good musical we have chemistry. Really good musical chemistry. We do. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, I, I yeah. hope it continues, honestly. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he he sent it over, produced it, we wrote it, and there it is. Yeah, uh, it was actually a lot shorter, but he went back in and Nick suggested. He wanted, we still wanted to feel like something we all did together. So Nick was like, just go back in and, and scratch on the record. Because so, he's like, you know, he's an artist uh, as well as a DJ, but he's, he's embracing like, you know, his artistry now. So he's like, should I, I like, sing on it? No, I said, he's like, should I sing on it? Like, what should I do? Like, you know, how, how can we make this work? I was like, please can at the end like a DJ style because I feel like. So he went back in and scratched in on it. And, and, and I love the way it came out. Yeah. I mean, I think y'all have a really good musical chemistry. I feel like. Really do. Just put it out there. Maybe a project would. You know, put it out there. Hey, I mean, you never, never know. know. You never know. I just feel like, I mean, and the way we create, you would think we were all in the same space together, like making it happen, which I think is a blessing because a lot of times when you do these collabs with people and you go back and forth, the it's energy so is much so different. And yeah. Um, and everybody got these different together. ideas. Like, no, do it like this. No, we want it like that. But, but for some us, way, somehow, it just we always just, works yeah. out like, this is perfect. We love it. I love it too. Okay, it's done. Boom. 
Yeah. It's done. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like you probably talk about this maybe a good amount, but um, I'm curious about like where your um, musical journey started and like um, where you currently feel like you are in that journey. You mean on the road? No, you want <laughs> um, to start? Okay. okay, so just to give a really quick brief uh, backstory about us. Um, our father is a musician and an artist as well. And uh, back in the early 90s, um, our family migrated from Jamaica to America and started their own record label called Shane Records. And they had artists like Patra and Shaba Ranks and all of these great musicians um, together. And Navy and I had the opportunity of a lifetime to be able to uh, watch them on tour and actually tour, um, go on tour with them. Now we weren't singing or doing things on tour. We were just there because but we were really young. That's what sparked the flame for us. Yeah, that's what really like showed us like, wow, this is what we want to do. Just watching them in their element and on stage. And, you know, that was really big for us. And my mother's mom, she sang in church. And so we definitely was like in the church we were in the youth choir so we were surrounded by so many different sounds and so many different um genres, uh, genres of music and so when we began to do music on our own we started and it was like the early late 90s i would say and um we started writing music at the age of 10 and we started writing music it's like like things we weren't even supposed to be singing about you know and boys and how we you know how we felt because we idolized our favorite groups at that time which was like SWB, TLC, Escape you know yeah. those were like the artists we were listening to and so the first song we wrote was called Can't Stop from there um, my mom just put us in a lot of talent shows and a lot of things and just to kind of groom us get us out of that stage fright putting us in all those shows kind of gave us the training to kind of like get in touch with the audience kind of you know mm-hmm. uh, really be in tune with who you're singing to making that connection and so um Fast forwarding to like uh, high school, that's when we started uh, getting different opportunities from those talent shows, mm-hmm. uh, working with different type of producers and uh, different people. And and um, at that time, it was really R&B based because we started to work with people um, like Steve, uh, Steve Russell. Russell, who was the lead singer of Truth. And he, um, he did a lot time, of stuff with B2K at that time, a lot of stuff with Janae Aiko. Tyrese. He was working with, with, this, underdogs. Like, with the underdogs. Yeah. yeah. So we started to like really like um, establish like our R&B foundation. But at the same time, there was something in us that's just like, okay, we got to tie in our culture and who we are. Um, We put together our first project in 2009 and we did, it is R&B, but it does have some island elements. elements. And at the time we got really great response. We did really well with that project and it opened a lot of doors for us. And then in 2012, we, we did a, like an EP mixtape uh, project. And again, just continuing to see our growth. And uh, from there, we, I wouldn't call it a hiatus, but we felt like we had a lot of self-searching and a lot of uh, groundwork to do. So we went back to Jamaica and um, we spent a lot of time there uh, because our father lives there. So we spent a lot of time with our father, our grandmother, brothers and sisters that are still there and just really like kind of dived in deep into our culture and was like, okay, we need to we need to infuse this into the music deeply. And so we completely rebranded because at the time we were called Perfect Harmony. And now uh, that was like the birth of Nick and Navy. And we just found ourselves singing the type of music we've always wanted to sing 
and, and just found a new confidence. Yeah. Because, you know, when you do come from two different cultural backgrounds, it's hard to kind of like infuse the two or identify as one or the other or bring it all together. Yeah. Like, mom's American and our dad is Jamaican. So it's like, are we Jamaican enough to sing, to do this sound? Or are people not going to believe it because we don't have an accent? Or, you know, how is this going to like really come across? And my dad was like, you know, he, he was like, Navy, I'm going to teach you how to DJ. I'm going to teach you how to do this and really get in, in, in touch with, you know, who you are, because this is who you are, even though it's, you know, just my side is still the blood that's in you. You can still do this music, you know, and I, I we identify with it. It feels good. It feels real. Jamaica feels like home. And so he taught me how to DJ and Nick, she brings in that element from where we began. And so we just kind of infuse the two and it just works perfectly. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, we were just like, we're gonna switch, we're gonna change this name. We're gonna make it feel more true to who we are now as artists and just as people. And just as people. And it just made sense.
Jamaican element and you already kind of have this like 90s R&B foundation really gives you like a unique sound because even like the harmonies that she'll do even in like the parts that feel like reggae it's like it makes it like both so it's a really cool approach and and that makes me happy because that's exactly what it is that we are trying to what is that that we're trying trying to to, it's just just what what it is is. (laughs) yeah that's just what it is so it's good to know that you're receiving it in that way because mm-hmm. that's definitely uh, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely receiving it. Is there um, any kind of talk of a project in, in the works or are you just kind of making records at this point? Right now we are wrapping up uh, an EP mm-hmm. um, and we're really excited about it. Uh, a lot of the songs that are going to be in this project are songs that we kind of went back in the vault and just kind of breathe new breath on and then some of it is just brand spanking new that we just was like 
oh, this is going on there. Yeah. And so um, it's really special to us. We work with some really great producers. We worked with uh, Raymond Ray Real. He did Flawless uh, for Beyonce. We are working with Ray, of course. We're working with uh, D'Angelo Deezy Baby. He's worked with Pusha T and Tiana Taylor. Um, Rocky. And Rocky. Rocky. He's he, one of the new producers that we're working Grammy with. nominated, or oh, Grammy winning producer. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually did I for Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Yeah, and some other great artists. So he did Wicked Wine. He did Wicked Wine. Mm, okay. So, oh. Yeah. And it was his first time stepping on, on like see, an island record. That's another thing that I appreciate. Good. We able to work with these hip hop R and B producers and like yo, like and let's they like, it up. They, and they like, yeah, let's do it. And so not only are we challenging each other, but we're creating something that, you know, we didn't even know we could do together yeah. because of the type of music they kinda, you know, they're known to specialize in and so the world gets to kind of see them in another light, which is which is amazing. Mm-hmm. We would like to release it um, before the year is over, but because of the back and forth with getting things mixed and mastered, and you know, it'll it's, probably it's be taking top, a little it'll be at the time. top of next year. So if not the end of this year, the top of next year, you guys, it will be available. Mm-hmm. And like Navy said, we have some really cool merch, which we'll send you some stuff free. Ooh, I would um, love some. Yeah, this is our first time doing merch, and we worked with some really great people to put mm-hmm. it together. And um, yeah. Count me, please. Send me everything. Yeah. <laughs> What's been getting you through these last few months musically? We're always going back in the archives, listening to like some of our old, like favorite '90s uh, artists. Yeah, but an early 2000s. But I think we're discovering a lot of new artists that we like too. Um, like Rosalia. Um, I love her. She I is think she's fire. Star. And even though I don't know lyrically everything she's talking about, I believe in her music and I love it so much. I think she's a star. Yeah, you can um, feel the emotion. You don't you don't always yeah. know what it is necessarily, but her visuals are really good. Too. Really good. I enjoy her. I have um, a guilty pleasure uh, of listening to like uh, <laughs> I like I love City Girls, and I like I just like the some of the female rap. I mean. You know, I dibble and dab. You know, I used to rap back in the day. Wow. And so, um, don't be afraid to come back. Don't make that return. (laughs) Maybe on this project. That's weird. So I I really, I don't know. I just, but you know what? I'm gonna put her on blast. She's been listening to a lot of Jagged Edge and a lot of H Town. She's been like, yeah, yeah, H Town. She's been throwing it back. Let me see how I'm getting her started. Quarantine, you know, it's yeah, you know, (laughs) all the way back. (laughs) <laughs> because you know we all been at home you and know, I, I get it <laughs> one song you know my guilty pleasure and a lot of guilty pleasure I, <laughs> 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 I was watching unsung and of course i was around when h-town was around but you know i really we were didn't young. know i didn't know the story and so when you know someone's story, you dive right back into the yeah, music and it makes you love the music yeah, even you more you know uh, what i'm saying yeah and so, you know, I just, I love me some A-Town. Like, I start following them on Instagram, and, you know, you just, just kind of get, you know, she back started following it. H-Town, I swear. I did. Lately, I've just been all about Shaka Khan and she Stevie has. Wonder Radio. There, there are days when I legit will, like, there's this live, uh, video, there's this video of Shaka Khan doing uh, What You're Gonna Do For Me live, and I just replay that video every day. That like, album? <laughs> That that album is every, everything. everything. Yeah. Everything. And Stevie yeah. is always like a staple. Classic. Every album. What what's your what's your Stevie album? 
Mm. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Wait, you mean album, like album. album or record, like song? Let's do album. Album. Too many songs to choose one. Uh, it is too many songs. It is a lot of songs. Um, it is an album. Hmm, that's hard. Songs in the, wait, what is it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound so bad right now. Songs in the Key of Life? Yes! Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant. You know what it is for that album? It was some of the songs that I really remembered uh, growing up. And then as I got older, when I started to revisit uh, Stevie's catalog and really listen to his music, um, that one just felt most familiar for me. And yeah. I mean, I love a lot of a lot of his records, but I don't know, something about that album. You know what song I've found a new love for? Golden Lady. That's one of my favorites, for sure. I mean, that's 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 my album. Uh, yeah, I, that, that's my album. Oh, just I don't know. It's beautiful. It's when he sings it, his tone. His tone, greatest ever. There's no, there's no better. Really, <laughs> the Lord of tone. It's like, wow, yeah. he has the best vocal texture ever known yeah. to man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it just, it just depends on the day. And do you, do you guys kind of feel like you were? Like in the '90s, like you were kind of like aware of like the R&B that was coming out at the time. Like, oh, 100%. Trip me, me and Nick out when we first came to California. Like, uh, something for the people. We bought their album. Wow. We bought their album. We bought their album. We, we lived in Chicago. We lived in Chicago. So this was like in the, in the '90s. This is in the '90s. Uh, at like the the late '90s, and we used to go on the booklet and read the credits and stuff. And like we that. used to always say, "We want to work with this person. We want to work with that person." Didn't know who Just they were, but because we saw their name in every and one what of those song they were connected to, we was like, "This is what we're doing." When we so came we to, to California, California, the first time at the studio, something for the people was there. Curtis Wilson sauce, and he is our he's Engin still he's our engineer, engineer now. Whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, talk about manifesting. That's yeah, crazy. And, yeah, and so like to meet them, and then to meet like Brandy, and she she listens to our first album was like I like to meet the people that you yeah. actually grew oh. up to, and then they listen to what you're doing, and they're helping you build and mold. It's just, it was so okay. It, it was. I need, I need the Brandy story because Brandy is the queen. I need okay. I need the whole story. Different times. Yes. So the first time we had went to a TV show tape because we were a part of BSU in our high school. <clears throat> and you know how you, they used to do the TV show tapings? We went to a TV show taping of Moesha. Yeah, that's back in the And so <laughs> live TV show taping. Wow. Live Netflix. studio audience. It up. <clears throat> we, were in live, we were in the live studio audience. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we were the ones. So we were new to our school because we had just came from Chicago. We really didn't like. We were very introverted. We we're just like kind of like in a shell. Stuck with each other. That was nobody it. knew we could. Nobody knew we had talent. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So you know they used to have a hype man in the audience. You know in between. It was tapes. actually um, what's the short guy's name? Short ball. Oh, um, he was on a Jamie Foxx show. Um, no, what's his name? Uh, Jamie I know who you're talking I about. I forget his name. Yeah, you know so. Yeah. He was in the audience and he was like, do we have any talent in the house, right? So, so we, we was we, like, you know, we raising our hands and, hand, and everybody's mm -hmm. like, oh my God, these are the new Everybody in our school was like, like what are they gonna do? do? So we sung um, Can't Stop, that song that we were just talking about, the first <laughs> song me. that we wrote. And they played Q-Tip Vibrant Thing. Yes. For and they said, track. if y'all could really sing, y'all could sing Yes song to this track. Wow. So they put everything from Q-Tip. And we, when I tell you I was sweating, I was like, <laughs> oh my God. 
but we was like, okay, let's do it. it. And mind you, not we didn't rehearse it or anything. No, he just was like, it. if y'all got it, like if y'all really talented like the singer, you could sing to this. Wow. And the DJ puts on. it on, and we're on the spot, and everyone's looking at us. Brandy, she she like kind of stopped, stopped and, and she looks at us, and we was like, this oh is God, our oh this God. is our moment. Like this is our time to shine. <laughs> and so and we start singing, singing, and it was vibing, and the guy and everybody pulled us was back like, and was like, made oh, us do it again. Yeah, the next day at school, we had friends. It was like, just a whole just... new thing. We were so popular, <laughs> and I. So before Brandy. we left, we had gave our contact to one of the producers because they were like, Brandy wants your contact, da, da, da. they wrote it down or whatever. And that following week- We were like 15, 16 Yeah, that, that following time. week, we had a meeting with uh, some people that were a part of our team. And they were just like, you know, you guys, we would love to help with artist development and help get you guys to the next but level. My mom was like, no, I want my to graduate like, to finish first. school. Oh my gosh, we were so upset. But I'm I so hated thankful. school after that. Yeah, I, I did. Just... But I was so <laughs> thankful because we definitely needed to finish school. But um, yeah, so she that was the first encounter. First with encounter with Brandy. The second one was we were in the studio, and um, she was dating she a was, friend of ours, and she was having a session. She'd like come to the come to the session. We was like, mm -hmm. okay, like of course. So we came and she was there and she was playing some of her music and you know we were just kind of like vibing out in the studio and then she was like so what do you, you know she was like what do you guys do and we was like we reminded her of that story and she's like oh my gosh she's like shut up no we was like yes we were the twins that sang at your show she was like why are you guys still doing music we was like of course and she was like can i hear something and we were just like yes of course oh. so we on um, some of our new music that we had just put out. And she's like nodding her head so hard and she's like, you guys wrote this? And we was like, yeah, she's like, these harmonies. And for us, when she said these harmonies, wow. we was from the queen from of harmony. harmony queen. It's like, wait, wait a minute, you know? And it was just kind of unreal. And from then on, she just was like, come to my house. Or, you know, and we started <laughs> hanging out <laughs> with Brandy. And it just kind of was like, we would have to be like, is this happening? We're at Brandy's house, you know, like it just this is a weird. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing. Yeah, but so, you can't be like that, like you know, when you're there with the person, you can't have yeah, that you just kind of gotta be cool, like, you know. Oh, yeah, and on the drive home, you just be like, hey, oh, yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah, so and, and, and every time we come around Brandy, she's like, How's the music? She's and she has this thing where she mimics us, and she's like, Oh my god, that's my because she thinks we sound like, like robots that, which we do but <laughs> it's different when it comes to brandy you know and so like you can make jokes about me all day long because <laughs> so a friend of mine i told him the story and he just didn't believe me and when he i think he went to go see brandy and broadway. Uh, broadway and he got a chance to get autographs from her and he was like oh so then he says like our names and he's like you know the twins and she's like oh my god the twins yeah she was like <laughs> He just, he like couldn't believe it. He called me, he was like, Brandy really knows me. I'm like, yeah. It's like, you didn't trust me? You didn't believe me? Same thing happened with SWV. So we did a show in Vegas. No, before that. Wait, let me tell Wait, you. What? Wait, Free, I gotta tell you this story. So K-Day, remember 93.5 K-Day when Yo-Yo and uh, what's his name was on the radio? Kid and Play, Kid, was it Play? The, 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 I can't remember which one. But I have one tickets over the radio to go see SWV. <laughs> and it was like a dream come true. And I'm like, maybe, like, we're going to go see SWV or whatever. And she's like, oh my God. So we went on MySpace and we were kind of like commenting and messaging them and was like, we can't wait to see you, yada, yada, yada. So when we get there, we're right front row and center. And she's like, oh my God, my MySpace friend. She shouts us out, you Coco. know? Coco shouts us out. And so, you know, we're, we're dying inside because we just grew up singing the music. 
And so uh, we find ourselves in a, a situation where we had did a show in Vegas and um, someone was introducing us to them and didn't know that we previously knew them. And when Coco came out, she was like, oh, these are my twins, Nick and Navy. And mind you, from the radio thing, she's, Coco's followed us and she's just kind of been- That's crazy. Like, following Instagram. us on Instagram. And just really been into our music. So when we Instagram her, will definitely keep you connected. Oh my like, gosh. You never ways, know who's watching. You just never know. And she's like, these are my twins, Nick and Navy. That's incredible. You know that like we used to have a girl group called LWS because we wanted to be SWG. <laughs> Wait, what was the LWS for? Ladies with style. Uh. <laughs> The Icons, SWV, Use Your Heart, produced and written by Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, The Neptunes. Produced by the legend Keith Crouch. 
classic something for the people my love is the shh had to play this one
Should we be expecting is next for Nick and Navy? That's a good question. Um, well, of course, more music because the project is coming out, mm-hmm. and we're really excited to see how everyone receives the project. Hopefully, the world will be open to a point where we can do like a live show and uh, really be able to uh, yes. be face to face with the people that support us again. So. Um, we have been uh, starting up some ideas of when we are ready to do like live shows, what we want it to look like, things like that. Um, we do have some future collaborations in mind that we're trying to cook up and, and do for uh, next year. So, you know, it's, we got some stuff brewing, you okay. know, so we're yeah. really excited about it. 2021 is going to be a really good year for us. It is. I'm, I think more so too, I'm just, we just kind of go with the way that everything is moving because we got so inspired this year by so many different elements that I'm just looking forward to see how next year is going to push us, you know, and what is going to come out of that. Cause you can plan, plan, plan on We plan, plan, plan for 2020 and yeah. a lot of things did not, you know what I mean? Go as planned. Plans right? have to change sometimes. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, this uh, coming year, I think that we're just really looking forward to this project and, and seeing what comes with that. And yeah, like Navy said, we've got more into production, which we didn't uh, before. So oh, now we're okay. creating like live uh, mm-hmm. performances and just ideas for that. Before it was just kind of like leaving it up to, you know, the people that we work with and trusting their vision. But now it's like, okay, this is what we want to see and this is how we want to do it. So it's just nice to kind of tap into that. And yeah, 
Well, we've been doing that about kids. I mean, yeah, but not to this extent. Yeah. It's a higher, higher level of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's all about leveling up. Love it. Love yeah. it. <laughs> um, I feel like we should probably talk more, but I mean, it may be embarrassing. We will be on this call for a long time. Well, we're just going to have to do another episode, and then we're just going to have to hang out too. So, yeah, we have to. Yeah. We have to. We're really excited about this podcast and everything that you're doing for yes. it. We really appreciate you for allowing us to be a part of this. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, just, I appreciate you guys for doing it. Yeah. yeah. When you asked us, I was like, oh my God, yes. You know, so um, we're really proud of you and the things that you're, mm-hmm. you're doing. Wow. And we're thankful to be a part of it. I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Big thank you to Nick and Navy for being my guests on the show today. It was a really great chat, and I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know them, and I hope you enjoyed the tunes as well. Definitely support them, and I recommend you just do a deep dive on all their tunes and just go through everything that you can find. They're super talented and really excited to see where they go next. Anywho, there's a special artist that, like I said, had an album that turned 21. That album is Voodoo. And it is by D'Angelo. And it is my favorite album of all time. And I figured I'd do just a cool little tribute and play some records. Um, some unreleased stuff and some live stuff and uh, some of the cuts off the album. Um, if you're, you know, if you like if you like one of the heads and you, you're into all the D'Angelo stuff, you probably already got these. But this might be new to some of you, so please enjoy. This is my tribute to D'Angelo's Voodoo. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode five of Yeah Free Radio. See you soon. Yeah, free radio.
Nothing, I air it out. Baby, you got me like Joni had Chachi until she got high and went and it's Popsy. Lady Gadaba from day one until Rider. Liar, liar, shut your it's your fire. Oh, I'm 
to protect you for all eternity. And with this water beat the stronger, we won't see defeat. Comes a prince, knowledge and wisdom, it's understanding what we need. And this day will come ever since the day you came. My whole world began to change. I knew then the day came my life. For your own, own. and this day will come every day I see. Already know I receive the love that radiates from your
Oh, yeah. Oh. Did you know my soul is in? 